Good morning, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another motivational moment in the morning. My name is Portia Wilkins here in Houston, Texas. Today is Tuesday, August 9th, 2016. Thank you guys so much for joining us on today. We are here every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Central Standard Time for 20 minutes of power and inspiration to help you start your day off on time and on top. We really appreciate you guys joining us here uh, for sharing and inviting your friends, family, coworkers, and associates. The call grows more and more every single day, and if you ever miss one, we got you covered. Head on over to our website, www.windreamscollide.com. Scroll to the bottom of the page there, and there it is. All the calls are archived since we launched on August 3rd of 2015. So you can go there, listen, get caught up. They're all titled and dated, so you can listen to something uh, that you feel is relevant to where you are right now and share it with someone that it can connect with as well. And also while you're on that homepage there, be sure to subscribe to the mailing list, become a VIP, a Vision Impact Partner. You'll be some of the first folks to know all the exciting things that will be taking place. We send out words of inspiration, a lot of good stuff here and there, so you want to make sure you stay connected. And then, ladies, head on over to Straight Talk Woman Talk there, or you can just go to straighttalkwomantalk.com, get connected. Straight Talk Woman Talk is a kingdom principle-based platform that's grounded in authenticity and truth with no judgment. Women from all over the world, all walks of life are able to come together and just really do kingdom work. And so we are excited about all that's taking place this Saturday. We'll be having our, our impart session right here in Houston, Texas, August the 13th at the uh, Marriott West Loop in the Galleria area, you want to make sure you get your seat so that you are there. You can go to straighttalkwomantalk.com for tickets, details, and information. It's going to be a powerful, powerful move of God in that place, and we are excited about it. If you missed last night's call with our sister, Evarisa Burroughs, you want to make sure you go and you listen to the replay. All of them are also archived right there on the website and they're all titled and dated as well. So you want to make sure you go back and listen to the replay from last night's call. Absolutely powerful, powerful testimony. You want to make sure you, you catch that replay. And that's on straighttalkwomantalk.com. And for those of you who are entrepreneurs who are out there working every single day, making the sacrifices to provide for your family, you know, doing, doing the unthinkable sometimes to make it work, we want you to head on over to builditforyourlastname.com. It's builditforyourlastname.com, or you can type in the initials, which are Bislin, <laughs> B-I-F-Y-L-N.com, and get connected. My husband and I strongly believe that an inheritance is what you leave for someone, but a legacy is what you leave in them. And it's time to stop posting for your first name and begin building something of significance for your last name. You want to make sure that what you leave when your time here on earth is up, is much greater, much bigger, much more impactful, and lives beyond you, okay? And, and so that's one of the things that we focus on with the vision we're building for your last thing. We got the gear that's there. We have shirts. We have hats uh, as well. So go ahead and place your order today. It can go out today. We do shipping every single day uh, as well. You want to make sure you get connected to the Building for Your Last Thing platform. It's absolutely positively Powerful folks, okay? Well, uh, we're going ahead and get this call started on this morning here. If you're driving, please be safe, okay? If you're stationary, get out your pen and your paper. We have to just share your nuggets and notes that you get from the call on social media. Tag us in it. Use the hashtag when dreams collide. Honey, come onto the line and say good morning to our VIPs. 
Oh, absolutely. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning, kings and queens. Good morning, world changers. Good morning, vision carriers. Good morning, students of excellence. Good morning, family. Good morning, VIPs. Come on, y'all. Vision, impact, partners. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. I am excited about your future. Yes, did you hear me clearly this morning? I said I am excited about your future. That's why I want to talk to you from a thought this morning. I cried my last tear yesterday. I cried, I cried my last tear. I cried my last tear yesterday. I, I want to give a benediction to all brokenness. I want to give a benediction to all brokenness. I want to give a benediction to all pity parties. I want to give you the benediction to all of you that have been holding on to what happened. As a matter of fact, I just sincerely believe. Matter of fact, scratch that. I know what happened is positioning you for what's about to happen. I cried my last tear yesterday. It is going to be difficult, if not virtually impossible, for you to see the portrait of possibilities with tears streaming down your face. It's going to be virtually impossible for you to take the next step of faith if you keep holding on to what happened, who walked out on you, who didn't stand by you, what didn't work out. Baby, I'm here to give you the declaration of independence. You must become a person that says everything that happened to me is really happening for me. And you've got to really believe this because what oftentimes happens is most people, they talk a good game but don't walk at all. See, God is not checking to see what's coming only out of your mouth. He's wanting to see if what's going on in your life will cause you to break, break down, or break apart. And what you've got to understand is that sometimes, hear me clearly, God gives his toughest battles to his strongest soldiers. Jared proved it. Well, you remember Job. Job, yeah, you know Job, the rich man Job. Job, the one that had all of the wealth. Job, that had all things working together for him. Job, that had gotten to his lofty place. Job, that had gotten to a place of fulfillment, of accomplishment. Job, you remember Job. And, um, and, and it, ended, it ended up being a situation where the scripture says that what happened was the devil said I, he was looking for someone to tempt. He was looking for someone to, to turn away. And, and, uh, and, and, and God says, um, have you considered my servant Job? Let me stop for a moment. So, sometimes we think it's the devil that's causing it, when oftentimes it's God that has hand-selected you for this time in this generation in other words why why am i why am i dealing with foreclosure why am i dealing with a divorce why in the world am i dealing with these circumstances when i've been such a good person can i give you a declaration for you to understand sometimes god allows bad things to happen to good people. It's one thing for you to do wrong and get punished, but it's another thing 
for God to allow wrong things to happen to the right person. I've cried my last tear yesterday. So you've got to be patient and understand that those of you that are over here trying everything out, you're trying to figure it out, and you are on the cusp, you're on the edge of losing your mind when God has already worked it out. I've cried my last tear yesterday. Baby, you ain't got to send me not another flower. I, I don't need you to call and pray with me for another day. You can pray for me, but I don't need you to even worry about me because now you've got to take evaluation over the circumstances and the people that are looking to have a pity party with you. Now is not the time for us to hold hands and sing kumbaya. Now is not the time for me to uh, invite you over for us to lower our head and our standards. I have never seen a person with a high standard that held their head low. You've got to get to a place where you say, you know what, uh, it happened. Um, it didn't feel good. Um, uh, it, it wasn't my fault. It's not, my, it's not me that did this. this. This sometimes stuff just happens. But he said, have you considered my servant Job? Is this, have you considered him? And, and the devil says, uh, 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 you, you know, I, I can't consider him really because you've got this hedge fence of protection around him. You, you've got him protected. You've got Job taken care of. He, he wouldn't disobey you. He wouldn't curse you. He, he wouldn't challenge you. And God said, okay, well, I'm going to remove the hedge fence of protection. Hear me clearly. He says, I'm going to remove the hedge fence of protection. You can do whatever uh, you want to do to him. Just don't kill him. Shucks. He, he said you can do anything you want to do to him. Just don't kill him. See, he'll never put more on you than you can bear. So if you're in it, you can bear it. If you're going through it, you can bear it. He's allowing you to go through this because God has allowed you to be selected for this particular time, and he knows you can handle it. The only question that is being raised today is do you know he can handle you? He knows you can handle it. He knows you can handle the business going backwards. He knows you can handle the business being slow. He knows you can handle being lied on. He knows you can handle going through manipulation. He knows you can handle going through devastation. He knows you can handle going through foreclosure and divorce. He knows you can handle it. If he didn't know you could handle it, he wouldn't put it in your hand. If he didn't know you could handle it, he wouldn't put it in your hand. And here Job is. He's digging the scene with the gangster lean. He hadn't done anything wrong. But he was selected because he was living right. And the test comes. Yeah, you don't graduate. You don't get elevated without a test. Be, be careful. Be careful of people that have reached a certain level, but they don't share with you the test. <laughs> be careful with those that have a testimony with no real test. Be, be careful to listen and listening to those individuals that have a message, but they never talk about their mess. I, I need to know, I need you to know that I'm not a perfect person, but, but God still uses broken people. Yeah, can I tell you something? I need you to post it. I need you to write it down. Broken crayons steal color. Uh, broken crayons steal color, meaning, meaning I don't have it all together. 
I don't, ha- I, don't, I don't say all the right things all the time. I, I don't do all of the right things all the time. I don't go when I'm supposed to, but I'm broken, but I still color. I, I'm broken, but I still work. I'm broken, but I still function. I'm broken, but I still give the effort. I'm broken, but I still show up. I've cried my, my last tear, tear yesterday. And Job now goes through the test. Yeah, he goes through the test and uh, all the stuff is stripped away from him. See, see, the devil, he can only strip you, hear me, he can only strip you away from stuff. But he can never take away your substance. Mm. Because what's in you will always come out of you. See, he can strip you of the stuff, yeah. He can strip you of the car, and he can strip you of the home. He he can strip you of the clothes. He can strip you of the title. He can strip you of the position. He can strip you of uh, uh, of the platform. He can strip you of opportunities, but he can never take away your substance. He can never strip away the gift. And here's the time in your life. Well, you've got to be using not just critical thinking. You've got to start using spiritual thinking. In other words, it's not going to happen by power. It's not going to happen by might, but by the Spirit, says the Lord. I've cried my, my last tear yesterday. I'm not going to spend another night crying about what happened. I'm not going to spend another night crying about what's going wrong. I'm, I'm not going to spend another day crying and moping and hanging my head down low. I'm not going to spend another day being in depression. I'm not going to spend another day with plastic smiles on my face. I'm, I'm not going to spend another day being numb to the toxicity of my own self. I'm not going to spend another day being who I'm not supposed to be. I'm not going to spend another day wasting time about what didn't happen. I'm going to embrace what happened because it's all getting me in position for what's about to happen. Jared, prove it. You remember Samson? Samson was the strongest judge. Samson, he he was born with the strength. See, you were born with the strength. And here Samson is, executing his own agreements and doing what he was supposed to do, and he's got the strength of thousands of men, and, and here Delilah comes in. She creeps in through the back door because the devil only tempts you. Listen, he only tempts you with things he knows you like. Mm. Yeah, I, I'm going to come back to that a little later on tomorrow. He only tempts you with stuff that he knows you like. But here's what happens. Uh, Samson gets tempted by Delilah. And let me speed up the story. Let's, let's, let's flip over to the New Testament. He cuts, uh, she cuts, she cuts, she cuts his hair where his strength grew. Because his secret was in his hair. You've got to be able to discern uh, who, who, who you can tell your secrets. Mm. You, you can't just keep running around telling everybody everything about you. Don't tell everybody everything about you so much so that they know everything about you and can write a book on your own life. No, you've got to be selective with who you share. But he shared it with the wrong person. She cuts his hair and all the strength is gone. And, and here he is being mocked and they cut out his eyes. They, they strip him of everything. Remember I told you the devil can strip you of your stuff, but never of your substance. And here he is. He prays. He put his hand on the two pillars. Mm. And he prays one final prayer. God, give me my strength. Just one more time. Hey, God, give me my strength. Just, just one more time. I, 
I know I'm stronger than this. I'm, I know I'm bigger than this. I, I know I'm better than this. I'm going through a season where I've allowed people to cut my strength, but give it one more time. And, and he pushes the pillars and everything that mocked him and everyone that mocked him, everybody that laughed and everybody that talked and everybody that had a pity party, everybody that was almost about to cause him to lose his mind, guys, and I'm asking you, pray for your strength. Ooh, just one more time. <sighs> I cried my last tear yesterday. Second Corinthians 7 and 10 says, For godly sorrow produces repentance, which leads to salvation that is not to be regretted. But the sorrow of the world produces death. Some of you are crying over the wrong thing. You're asking God to bless what he's attempting to break. You're asking him to restore what he wants you to refrain from and restrain from. You see, you're crying over something, but what you crying about? Are you crying about the thing you want to keep because your flesh want to keep it? Or or is this something that you know for a fact God has told you you can have and that you can do, and, and, and he's giving you confirmation after confirmation that you're headed down the right path in the right direction, and, you know, you're just, you're, you're crying because you're getting worked up because you're excited and you're anxious and you're ready for it to happen, and you want to make sure it happens the way that God has shown you, that you, you, you want to make sure you're doing your part to do what God has told you to do, and you, you just want it to be right. Are you crying for that reason? Or are you crying because it's something you really, 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 really want, but God isn't giving you any word, any sign, any anything that this is what you need and this is his will for you? You see, God is not the author of confusion. The enemy is. So if you are confused about a matter, about a thing or a situation, then you got to go into prayer and ask yourself, okay, if I'm going to cry over this thing, am I crying over confusion or, or am I crying over clarity? Am I crying because I'm just excited about it and I really want it to happen? Or am I crying because I just don't know and I'm not sure and there's a lot of question marks floating around me? If that's the case, then you need to you need to definitely, definitely go into prayer. Go into prayer and put a pause on what it is that you're doing. Because it could be possibly that you you are adding fuel to the fire of your pain. You're adding fuel to the fire of your fear, of your doubt and your insecurities versus focusing on the things that encourage you and uplift you and inspire you. I mean, listen, R. Kelly said it best. When a woman's fed up, ain't nothing you can do about it. Ain't nothing you can do about it, okay? And and so, but that's just not for relationships with women. Men have their, their, their breaking points too. Everybody does. When you are fed up with the mess, with the drama that is happening in your clique, in your circle, then you disconnect. When you are fed up with the, with the pain that comes from unhealthy relationships, then you let them go. When you are finally fed up of being broke all the time, your whole life, you 50 and you spent 45 years broke, when you are finally fed up, that's when you take action and do things differently. That's when you make the decision. You know what? I cried my last cry. I've cried my last cry. It's time for something new. And you know what happens when you reach that point. We talked about that threshold. 
that, that, that failure threshold where you can only get to a certain low before you say, oh, too close to the ground, got to get up, got to keep going, got to move on. What are you crying about now? Are you still crying about the same thing that happened 10, 20 years ago? If so, then there's some forgiveness that hasn't taken place in your heart. There's some bitterness that's there as well. It's not them or the issue anymore that's the problem. It's you. Because I'm pretty sure that whoever was the uh, the impetus to that pain, that issue, that circumstance, probably isn't even in your life anymore. And if they are, the relationship has changed drastically. So what are you crying over? What are you holding on to? Some people are addicted to feeling pain. They're addicted to dysfunction. They don't know how to function without the dysfunction. I see it all the time with the ladies that are connected to the Straight Talk Woman Talk platform. Every single time. We'll have an in-part session. We'll do a call. we got an in-part session coming up this Saturday here in Houston. We just had one in Atlanta. We'll have calls. We were in Dallas. We're doing so much. And these women, they will release the pain. They'll, they'll get delivered from that hurt. They'll, they'll do all the things that they're supposed to do. And then about a week or so, two weeks later, I get an email or a phone call from some of them like, I don't know what to do. I learned for so long how to function with the tears. I learned how to, for so long, how to function with this dysfunction that I don't know what to do now that it's gone. I'm just sitting here. I don't have anybody to fight with. I don't have anybody to argue with. I don't have anybody to cuss out. Yeah, I don't have anybody to call to come through. I don't have that anymore, so now I don't I don't know what to do. I'm just sitting idle. I'm not sure. I'm crying, but I don't know why. See, it's not that it's the issue anymore. It's you. You got to learn how to function in a healthy life. In a healthy mindset, mentally, spiritually, financially. It's not abnormal for you to be happy. It's not. Nothing's wrong if you're happy. (laughs) If things are going great, keep it that way. Don't self-sabotage and begin to do things so you can cry some more because you just like crying, because you just want attention. What are you crying for? Are you crying for help or are you crying for attention? Here's one thing that I learned. And and I've experienced this a lot with people. If you come to someone and you share with them your issue and you ask them for help and they give you a resolution and you crying and you sobbing and you thanking them for this resolution that they have just given you to help end this issue, and then a week later you're still back doing the exact same thing that you claim that you are done with, you don't want help. You want attention. And there isn't a person walking this earth that I know that gets excited about giving a grown man, a grown woman, attention for something that they need to disconnect from. Make a decision today that whatever that thing is that you know you have been holding on to for so long, you need to let go of that you have cried your last tear about it and that you're not going to cry anymore. Listen, that person is not assigned to you anymore. You, you've passed the part of assignment. Now you're getting into attachment. And once you get into attachment, that's when the extremely unhealthy relationships come in. Everisa said last night on Straight Talk Woman Talk, she said sometimes instead of praying for people who come to us with issues, we attach ourselves to them and call it help. 
You're not supposed to help everybody by attaching yourself. Sometimes the only thing you need to do is pray because what's on them will get on you. And that's not what a lot of people can actually handle. Make today the last day you cry over that same thing you've been crying over for the last 5, 10, 15, 20 years. It ends today. Honey? You've got to decide that it ends today. It's, it's all in your mind. See, if you win the battle in your mind, you can win the battle in your life. It is, it is the mentality that produces the reality. You've got to let go and let God. See, the problem with most people is they say they trust God. But they trust him to a certain degree. You trust him to a certain level of income in your bank account. You trust him to a certain level of comfort. But if you really trust him, even when you cannot trace him, then you can make a bold declaration. While you're yet in the mess, while things are yet broken, while things have yet not been paid, I'm not going to react anymore. I'm going to respond. And my response is very simple and it's poignant. My response is, I cried my last tear yesterday. God bless you. God bless your families. And God most certainly bless your dreams.